President Donald Trump is about to dethrone the king of all media. Self-proclaimed. What's up? This is Marquez Saves the Republican. It's true. Donald Trump is in a lot of head-to-head battles. He's in a head-to-head battle with Howard Stern, the curly-haired old shock jock who... I don't even really know what he does anymore. Uh, He's also in a head-to-head battle with Joe Biden, and he seems to be dominating that one even more than ever before. And on top of all that, the writer's strike in Hollywood seems to be coming to an end, and everyone has to scratch their heads and ask themselves, do we even care? What's up? This is Marque Saves the Republic. Did I say that already? I may have. Listen, a couple of things. First of all, make sure that you subscribe. Make sure that you like. Make sure that you you hit the little ding bell thing so you're notified no matter where you're watching this, whether it's online somewhere as a video or whether it's uh, downloaded as a podcast. You want to make sure you're subscribed so you never miss a single beat. And the second thing is, uh, with the writer's strike coming to a conclusion and with everybody looking around going, man, I didn't even notice there was a writer's strike or I didn't even care that there was a writer's strike. With all of that going on, it really it really goes to show that the individual content creator or the individual influencer or the small businessman or entrepreneur or whoever you happen to be, it really has a leg up. There is so much content being created on such a fantastic level by people like me and by you and the people that you know, it almost seems like Hollywood is kind of obsolete. I mean, think about it. These people were on strike for months. There were no new nighttime talk shows. Did anybody really seem to care? There were no new episodes of any scripted television. That's okay. We were just binge watching the old stuff. I spent a lot of time reading. I spent a lot of time on YouTube. You know what I really started doing? I started actually working a lot more on my own stuff because I wasn't glued to the boob tube listening and watching all this other stuff that other people created. See, there's consumers and there's creators. And the more you create, the less you consume and the more money you make. The more you consume, the less you create and the less money you make. This is all part of what I teach in my Create Cash Flow Content Challenge, which is actually happening right now. Uh, we kick it off today at 3.30 for our VIPs, 4.30 Eastern Time for general admission. And if you'd like to get a ticket, there's still time. Go to markkchallenge.com markkchallenge.com. You can click the link in this video too, and it'll take you right there. But if you've ever been interested in building your business with cash flow conscious content, which takes what you create and drives it toward an audience who you can then turn into customers and consumers, well, then this is the challenge for you. This is how you become your own Hollywood media studio that's creating content, building an audience, and then selling them whatever offers you have. Uh, Go to markkchallenge.com to get your seat at the next challenge. All right, so let's get back to Howard Stern for a minute. So Howard Stern is has been, he's had kind of an interesting history. Decades ago, Howard Stern became the biggest name in talk radio because he was pretty brash. He was abrasive. He was inappropriate. And back then, Bill Clinton was president. So being brash and inappropriate, it didn't seem to matter. I mean, when the president of the United States is doing the nasty with interns in the Oval Office, it's really tough for anyone else to stand up and say, hey, we are we need to we need uh, more morality in this country. And so Howard Stern jumped on the bandwagon and he did really inappropriate things, like really disgusting things with porn stars and lesbians. Um, he talked about the Olsen twins and how sexy they were when they were underage and how he wanted to tap that. It was really it was really inappropriate, uh, really inappropriate and weird bizarre stuff. But he was Howard Stern. And, you know, the the whole nation was in this kind of lowered sense of moral depravity because of the president of the United States and what filthy things he was doing in the White House. Um, You know, it, it moved along. It kept going until the Bush years and Janet Jackson. And then the FCC started to crack down on him and he eventually had to leave and go to to satellite uh, radio, which seemed to be the beginning of the end for him. He did a stint on TV here and there, but more and more he became 
less and less interesting because the country became desensitized. And now he's just a grumpy old 69-year-old curly-haired dude who is complaining about Donald Trump because Donald Trump uh, is is effective. He's an effective leader. He's a strong guy. In fact, the exact same kind of strength and fortitude and and fearlessness that that uh, Howard Stern used to to climb to the top of radio broadcasting is the exact same strength and fortitude and and you know devil may care kind of attitude and and risk averse um, you know a perception of the world that Donald Trump used to become not only a real estate mogul but to become the most effective president of the United States and now the two are at odds. Former President Donald Trump poured fuel on his simmering feud with Howard Stern Saturday, ripping the self-described king of all media as a broken weirdo who went woke. I love that term, by the way, broken weirdo. <laughs> uh, the real Howard Stern is a weak, pathetic, and disloyal guy who lost his friends and much of his audience. I did his show many times in the good old days, and then he went woke, and nobody cares about him any longer, he continued. The shock jock's influence is gone, and without that, he's got nothing. Just a broken weirdo, unattractive both inside and out, trying like hell to be relevant. I mean, the guy's got away. The guy's got away with words. Now, Howard Stern did uh, fire back. He said something here. Wait, I think I have the audio of it. I think I downloaded it. If woke means I can't get behind Trump, which is what I think it means, or that I support people who want to be transgender or I'm for the vaccine, dude call me woke as you want there anyway there you go so uh then he gets a little he gets a, then he gets a little foul at the end of it uh but that's you know that's where howard stern is now he's saying i'm pro vaccine i'm pro this i'm pro that this is a guy who used to talk smack about everybody this is a guy who used to be in it for himself now he just does seem to be this scared old man who's scared of 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 covid who's scared of dying who's scared of death who's Scared of, you know, uh, losing out to a guy who seems more popular than he is. I mean, I think that's what it all boils down to. Howard Stern used to be the bad boy, and now Donald Trump is. And he doesn't like it one bit. So he's glomming onto these anti-woke policies. Also, as far as, you know, transgenderism and Howard Stern, Howard Stern used to be, I mean, this is a guy who did skits in blackface. This is a guy who did skits with with little people and called them disparaging names. This is a guy that would exploit anybody whose sexuality was in question. And now he's apparently the champion of all those folks. And he doesn't like, also woke has nothing to do with transgender. Woke has to do with a mindset that is uh, unhinged from reality, which I guess Howard Stern always has been. Uh, speaking of being unhinged from reality, Joe Biden and Donald Trump are, the, the gap is just widening farther and farther apart. Listen to the latest poll numbers that Kristen Welker on NBC had to um, had to suffer through on her show the other day. Well, Stephen, what's so stunning about this number? A lot's happened since June. We're talking two more indictments against former President Trump, so four in total, and the first GOP primary debate. And yet, Mr. Trump is just solidifying his lead with GOP voters. And, and Kristen, you know this from talking to Republican critics of Trump from rival campaigns. Everything you just explained, they thought would take him down a peg this summer, and instead. 
said he has only moved up here. You can see the numbers saying the party needs a new leader. That has gone down. So for, for Donald Trump there, nothing but good news. And it Oof. raises this question. If Republicans go forward and nominate Trump again, this is what the rematch in our poll would look like. Look at that. Everything they thought would take Donald Trump down. The indictment after the indictment after the indictment after the indictment. The polls. I mean, everything they thought would take Donald Trump down did not. Skipping the debate. That's something that the Republicans thought would be a problem. I don't know why. Donald Trump, incidentally, not going to the debate this week either. It, it's interesting to me that what people don't realize, or maybe they do, but they don't want to admit it, is that they're, they're shocked that Donald Trump continues to basically not run a, a typical campaign and continues to go up in the polls. And the reason is right there in front of their face. It has nothing to do with Donald Trump. Howard Stern uh, losing his influence has nothing to do with Donald Trump at all. All of this has to do with Joe Biden. The re I mean, think about it. Donald Trump's not doing anything out of the ordinary. He's not going to the debates and his poll numbers go up. It's not because it's not, it's not because he's he's doing something amazing. It's because Joe Biden continues to destroy the country. And as Joe Biden continues to destroy the country, Americans are like, dude, we need we need that other guy back. There's no other candidate who can come into this debate on Wednesday and claim that they have the experience that they can do what Donald Trump did and prove it. There's no social proof. We have actual proof that Donald Trump secured this country. We have actual proof Donald Trump secured the border. We have actual proof that Donald Trump maintained peace in a hostile, volatile world environment for four years. We have actual proof that Donald Trump got rid of terrorism. We have actual proof that Donald Trump boosted the economy. We have actual proof that Donald Trump made us energy independent and that we were able to sell our excess energy supply to our allies, keeping them safer because they're no longer dependent on people like Vladimir Putin and Venezuela and the Middle East. We have actual proof that Donald Trump cut our taxes and put more money in our pockets. We have actual proof that Donald Trump created more jobs. And we have actual proof that there was less racial division, less crime, that our police were, were respected. We have actual proof that Donald Trump was one of the best presidents we've ever had. And because of that, all Joe Biden, all Donald Trump has to do is sit back, relax and let Joe Biden destroy America. People are this is one of the the only really one of the few times in history when people have been able to look at two presidents who've served. You know, only Grover Cleveland was able to serve two non-consecutive terms. It, it never it rarely happens in American history. But this is the first time in most of our lifetimes that you can look at one president who did the job for four years and another president who did the job for four years and compare two people who have done the job for four years. It's the it's the first time since I've been alive that that's happening. And that's why that makes this election so much different, because a lot of people look at Donald Trump and go, that guy was amazing. And they look at Joe Biden, and they go, this guy's horrible. And that's not just Republicans anymore. That's the Democrats. So Donald Trump doesn't have to debate. He just has to let Joe Biden allow hundreds of millions of illegals through the border. Donald Trump doesn't have to go and campaign. He doesn't have to worry about the indictments. All he has to worry about is Joe Biden and these inquiries about how he used his position of power to benefit himself and his family. This is all every time the poll numbers go up for Donald Trump. It's not because of Donald Trump. It's because of Joe Biden. Every time the polls ever widen and the gap gets bigger between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. It's not because of the indictments at least not the indictments against Donald Trump. It's about the potential indictments that people believe could happen and could be coming down against Joe Biden because more and more it seems that he is one of the most corrupt, inept, and, I mean, intellectually weak, physically feeble, and just incomprehensibly bad presidents that we've ever had.
Anyway, we'll get into more of that here on the Marquee Show. And again, there is a debate, uh, a, a Trumpless debate coming up later this week, which we'll delve into as well. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget the Create Cash Flow Content Challenge kicks off today. We're very excited about that. And this is way cool. This is very, I'm very excited about this. Listen to this. The, um, the one thing that I'm really stoked about is that we're going to keep bringing you these videos and these podcasts and stuff every single day. And as we get closer and closer to the election, they become more and more important. The heat, look, as Joe Biden continues to become a, a worse and worse choice for the Democrats and for the United States of America, as that happens, they're going to they're going to turn up the heat. They're going to throw fuel on the fire. Nobody's stopping. They're not going to turn around one day and say, you know what? We were wrong about Donald Trump. It's time for us to let bygones be bygones and bring him back into office. That's not going to happen. It's up to you and me and everybody else who's listening to make sure that we spread the message and that we fight the good fight and that we make sure that people are continuing to realize the importance of leadership at the top level and how it doesn't matter what party you are, doesn't matter how mean you seem to be, it doesn't matter how strong your words are, what matters is how effective you are as a leader. And again, this is the first time we've been able to look at two leaders and see that one is so effective and the other is so ineffective. And the fact that the ineffective one is so ridiculously bad really makes the other one look like an even better choice. Uh, anyway, like I said, we'll get into more of that throughout the course of the this year and next. In the meantime, please subscribe, please like, please set the notifications so you know when we go live and you can join us every single time uh, we have a podcast where we publish a video and you can get the information that you need and the and the inspiration that you need and we can keep you entertained and we can keep you excited about fighting every day because we got to fight every day so that we can all save the republic.